are live here at the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Help in Rapid City. My name is Karen Gibis, and I am joined by Father Brian Christensen. Oh, my goodness. High atop the broadcast booth Woo. at 520 Cathedral Drive here in Rapid City, the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. This is great. Now, we had some gifts come in over the break, so I'm going to read those from the last half hour. We have the Secular Franciscan Order of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Wow, up, the Franciscans. Yeah, up Praise. in Grand Forks. Praise and God. they gave a gift. It says, keep our love, prayers, and trust in God. He is in control. So uh, that's a good message. We also have Anonymous from the Bismarck family of Anonymous. Bismarck family of Anonymous. <laughs> they gave an evangelist level gift in Thanksgiving to Real Presence Radio for all that they do. And we also have one last gift. Deb from Moorhead gave a beautiful gift just between messenger and disciple level. So that's up there nice. in memory of her brother, Nick Roland. And he says he was a great supporter when he was alive. So prayers for your brother, Deb. And thank you so much for your support. Well, if people want to donate, they still time to donate. In this uh, last what half hour of last our uh, of our time of our it, time here for the live drive it has gone so fast one eight seven seven oh come on seven nine five you can do zero one two two he did it guys he succeeded did you even know that number before we started no I never knew that number you are before. a quick I'm study. a I'm a I'm a click on the on the <laughs> website guy. you're okay so if you are like Father Brian get on <laughs> realpresenceradio.com and donate that way it's painless it's secure. And, you know, of course, if you want to call 877-795-0122, you can talk to our volunteers in the office in Fargo. They're very friendly. They are. I know personally they're very friendly. Yeah, we have more gifts there, or are we yes, ready for our guests? We have more gifts. Dang, okay. The gifts just keep it's coming so in. It's so good. So this half hour, the pressure is on to our guests to help us raise $2,000, but we've already raised $2,000 prior to the live drive for this half hour. So we're going to- Some challenge gifts? Yep, some challenge gifts. So I'm going to read those now. We have Anonymous. Again, oh, I love Anonymous. We would like to thank, would like to make this- Offer this gift in thanksgiving to God for families. Well, what a great half hour to put this on. You guys will figure that out when we welcome our guests. So, Also, Corey and Barbara Jones from Fargo would like to offer this gift in thanksgiving to God for their three children and, I'm assuming, seven grandchildren. Unless they have three children and seven children, which could be ten children. Well, big family. We also have Deanna, who would like to offer this gift in loving memory of her son, Jeff Finneseth, and in thanksgiving to God for the best blessing in the world, her Catholic faith. Amen. Amen. Now we have Cecilia from Hillsboro who would like to offer this gift in thanksgiving to God for her 11 children, 22 grandchildren, and 17 great-grandchildren. Whoa, Ooh. she is blessed. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Now I want to also remind everyone, if you call in or you get online or you check out the app and you give a donation at any level, $5, $10, $5,000, $10,000, that'd be nice. All donors at all donation levels today will be entered to win a gift card to a business in their local area. This gift card is valued at around $20, and there will be two gift cards given away each hour. So we had some people given the last half hour, so the competition for that All is right. a little bit we're gonna tougher. We're going to keep rolling here. Oh, so. Well, we're joined here in the studio with a yes. wonderful couple here uh, from the Rapid City area, Mario and Karina Rango. Welcome. 
Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we just heard there's a family that just donated. They have 11 children, 22 grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Another yeah, 17 great-grandchildren. Great. So, But uh, you have 11 children yourself. Is that true? That's true. And I just have yes. to say, Father, it's so nice sitting across from you, seeing you in your garments, That because the, maybe the listeners would be interested to know that uh, what about... 25 years ago or longer, you were my baseball coach. That's true. Back when you were flying B1s. And uh, I just think it's so neat to be able to see where you are today. Yeah, no, that is very good. So, Mario, uh, yeah, Mario played baseball for me. You were 12 yeah, years Yeah, well, old. let's see. That was Pony League, so it would have been 13. 13, yep, yeah. Yep, okay, yep. 13, yeah. <laughs> Another guy uh, that I flew with from uh, Ellsworth Air Force Base, a uh, coach down there that year. It yep. was a challenging year of baseball for all of us. <laughs> yeah, we weren't the best team, that's for sure. But we, Bad we, tried hard. we tried hard, and we had a good time. So, yeah. uh, Mario and Karina, um, you guys grew up here in Rapid City, or where did you guys grow up? We did. Yep. All right. Both of us. Yeah. Both of you? Yep. All right. City. And um, how did you guys meet? I'll let Karina start. How did you guys meet? <laughs> we met in high school. All right. <laughs> she was minding um, her own business. So. She was minding yeah, her own business? Yeah, yeah, yes. And, yeah. And how did and, this whole relationship start then? You met in high school. Did you date in high school? Tried Go to. Yeah, tried to. Oh. Uh, yeah, but? but? That uh, took a little while. Um, yeah. It's, you want to? Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so we both attended St. Thomas More. Were you in the same grade? Or? Yep, in the same grade. Same grade. We're, o- we're only uh, about a month and a half apart in age. Okay. She's actually older than I'm me. Older. Much shorter. Oh. But so I'm the boss. Older. You're the boss. I was going to say that yeah. now we know. Now yeah. we know. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that when I was uh, when, when she caught my eye. But that but wouldn't have changed anything. It wouldn't have right? all. No, no. no, not no, at all. Not no. at all. No. So after high school, what happened? How did the, how did this romance begin? <laughs> <laughs> well, it began when we were seniors, pretty okay. much. I, I had chased Karina for two you, years. He wore you down, school. or yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> he did. Was he always asking you out on dates or dance or go for dinner during or, high school? Yeah. yeah. And you it said did. yes or no? <laughs> you were saying no all this time. <laughs> I said no. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Yeah, wasn't ready. You weren't ready. Just wasn't ready to date. Or well, and it um, was good that he just continued to pursue you. It was. Glad he did. Glad he he didn't give up. I mean, that's just a testimony to his perseverance, and not only in this, but in so many other areas of his life. It was a good practice for real life. Tell me about. So you started dating after high school. Um, senior year of high school. Senior of high school, yeah. and that yeah. continued uninterrupted, or were there some breakups along the way? No, we s- stuck together. Stuck I together. Went to, um, I was at Black Hill State for um, about a year. Okay. And you were all over the place. All over yeah. the place. Yeah. yeah. I tried place. to go away for a little while, but okay. um, <laughs> it's interesting that you brought Father Tim here today because he was a part of our. Um, journey, if you will. Tell together. me, how did Father Tim factor into this? Uh, in a- well, he, so he was the um, he was the priest at our senior retreat. Okay. And I had spent two years chasing Karina, and um, our senior year we started dating 
And I remember had a chance to talk with him on the retreat, and I said, Father, you know, I, I'm going off to uh, uh, college next next year, probably University of Nebraska. That's where I started. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've worked so hard to <laughs> to pursue this relationship, and I feel like if I go away, you know, that it's just going to fall apart. And uh, so, and he's like, you know, Mario, the only things that last are what you give to God. And mm-hmm. so that from that moment moving forward, is when I really just, I realized that if this is good, if this is what God wants, I have to give it to him. And that was really the beginning of a pretty major uh, change for me and how I committed myself to God. Tell me about the role of faith in the dating relationship and your decision to finally get engaged and plan for a wedding. Oh, (laughs) let's see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, growing up... um, going to mass every Sunday. I just, I remember, you know, yeah, we just, we did not miss mass Mm -hmm. on Sunday. Just, you had to go. And, um, and then, so I didn't go to, um, a public or, uh, private school up until, or my senior year. Okay. I mean, my, uh, high school years. Sorry. And, um, so yeah, I, Yes, my faith just grew, mm-hmm. you know, um, from there. And um, was it important for you to date and marry a Catholic man, or was that part of your discernment? I guess. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that was big. Um, and I guess so. So when I went to college in that that first year, I. Um, I decided, yeah, I mean, it wasn't for me because uh-huh. I just was never good at school. So All right. I'm like, oh, this isn't for me. So I think my vocation is, yeah, to marry Mario and <laughs> good uh, <laughs> to be how, a mother. How, so. did the, how, did, how did you propose? What was the moment? And so it was, was uh, yeah, that's, oh, a, boy. Uh, that's an interesting story. Um, short and so, sweet. Okay, short and sweet. Okay, so my senior year in high school, I was blessed to to meet um, one of the strongest Catholic men I had met ever. He was a true man. And, uh, um, and he, I, he was asked to teach senior um, religion class at St. Thomas More. And I think he accepted reluctantly. Uh, but it was like, hey, we need you. Mm-hmm. Can you come? And he was very well educated. And um, I think at some point he was actually, he was in the seminary for some time. Okay. Anyways, I developed a relationship with him, and um, after high school, he and I kept in touch. And I would continually talk with him about, you know, my relationship with Krina and how I wanted to marry her and how I felt like this is what God's calling me to do. And he kept kind of saying, you know, have you discerned the priesthood? Have you discerned the priesthood? And he, he's like, you know, here's what you need to be focusing on Mario right now. Don't let your emotions be carrying you around all over the place. And I kind of, that kind of happened to me a lot in, in my college years, but somehow or another, he got me convinced to go to a discernment retreat with, um, Bishop Chaput. Okay. Um, in Denver, that's, I was at Regis university at that point. Um, and you did get around. Yeah, I did. That was actually my third college by that point. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, uh, and, uh, anyways, so, uh, at that retreat, um, through the course of the three days that I was there, um, I really f- began to uh, get the sense that uh, I was being called um, 
to be married to Karina. Had a nice private meeting with Bishop Shapu, and um, he, he he confirmed that in me that he saw that as well. And um, it's funny because as I was re- leaving the room from my meeting with him, he looked me in the eyes. I didn't say anything to him. He's like, "Mario, don't doubt yourself." I was like, "How did he know I was doubting myself?" <laughs> and um, so from that point on, um, we had mass Sunday evening, and uh, it was like five. 5.30 Mass at the downtown cathedral there in Denver. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to drive home and ask Karina to marry me. Because if I don't do this now, I'm going to start doubting myself tomorrow, and I'm going to delay this. Well, you know, I just see how, yeah, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the guidance of the church and the people in the church. You're like, talk about your teacher and the bishop uh, as well. So, listen, we're going to conclude this conversation right now, but we're going to bring you guys back because I want to hear more about... The, your early days of marriage and how becoming parents and having 11 children has really transformed you and how that plays into your vocation as a married couple. But we have Bishop Peter Mewich on the phone and we're going to cut and go over to him. Is that right, Karen? Yeah, let's do it. So thank Good you to morning. Mario and Karina. <laughs> thank thank you. you so much. Appreciate thank it. You. Bishop Mewich, welcome. Good. Those were my those were my people. You cut off now. <laughs> I know, I know. But we're going to bring them back. We're going to bring okay. them back because they have a lot to share. They're very, very faithful folks. So, yeah. how are you today? I am very well, thank you. Tell us about last night. Where were you, and what were you up to? I I conducted or did my first ordination of deacons last night in our cathedral. So, first time as a bishop, I ordained. Um, Men, so it was a it was a great evening. Yeah, we had three men that have been preparing for ordination for the last five years and have completed their their formation uh, through our program here and uh, gathered last night with a beautiful uh, congregation. And uh, um, tell me, tell me uh, what your what your kind of hopes are uh, for these three uh, men: uh, Deacon Rich Olson, Deacon Rob Robbie, and Deacon uh, Bill White. Well, you know, um, they'll be working um, at their parishes with their pastors, and they, they all um, come from um, great backgrounds, and and we'll start there. But uh, with Bill White, he'll be on the um, Pine Ridge Reservation, where he's also a pastoral uh, minister already. So I look forward to um, hearing from him, you know, how things are going on the reservation and how we can connect better with, with our Lakota people. Sure. Uh, today, I have to uh, congratulate you. This is your... Third anniversary, well, three months well, since your right. ordination. Yeah, three months since your ordination <laughs> as the bishop of the diocese of Rapid City. Three months. Um, can you give us uh, for our listeners here, both in the diocese and beyond, your your first kind of impressions and experiences of the people of Rapid City diocese? Well, I've been spending a lot of time, you know, um, traveling around the diocese, visiting other parishes, um, and. Um, you know, first of all, it's a very beautiful place, and each of the places I've visited, the parishes, people have been great. It's been wonderful to meet them and uh, learn about uh, a way of life that I'm not all that familiar with because I came from a northern place with forests and lakes and mining, but, um, you know, ranching wasn't part of the Diocese of Duluth where I was a priest, and so there's a lot of things here that are new for me, and um, it's been fascinating to, to learn about them and just to see people and and uh, see how they live their lives. Sure. I uh, I noticed that you've jumped right in uh, to, like, some of the activities that are going on in uh, the local parishes, but also um, some of the diocesan-wide. You were at the Bishop's uh, Golf Classic. 
uh, and also <laughs> at the Bishop's Hunt this past week. Uh, tell us a little bit about those events. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't golf, um, but I wrote, wrote around in a cart, and I took pictures with every single golfing foursome, so... Um, they all have a picture with the new bishop, and got I just got my picture in the in the, <laughs> my inbox yesterday. So oh, good, good, and was able to meet a lot of people that day. Um, and the pheasant hunt was a smaller group of people, but um, I'd never done that before. So I'm limping because I twisted my knee, but it was worth. Oh it. no! <laughs> well, you did well last night at the uh, ordination. I didn't see any uh, any uh, handicap. That's because I could grab the altar when I genuflected. <laughs> 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 no, that's great. So th- that was your first pheasant hunt, or it was? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I'd kind of been out on one in Minnesota, a kind of one. It was a small kind of thing, but this is the first time organized the way um, the hunt was. I had never seen that before, blocking and all of all of those things. So sure. it was interesting. I don't sure. think. The, I mean, it was kind of unfair to the pheasants. We were like an army invading them. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now, did you get to bring any pheasant? Have you had pheasant before? Have you? cooked it up i, I have it's been a long time but since i didn't shoot any birds they, i didn't get any birds so. oh. well, clearly some of the flock could have helped you out there I somebody think, you know. failed to do their duty to our bishop <laughs> well you know bishop bruce was home and, and he was part of the hunt as well and he shot three birds so um he oh. took his three with him i'm sure he, i'm sure he wanted to well uh, one of these days we'll have you up to the cathedral and we'll have a, a little pheasant, pheasant and it'll be it'll be good it'll be good oh, that'd be great Yeah, well, I just want to say, Bishop, that we have been getting some donations in in this half hour, so I am going to read those first, guys. If you love our new bishop, call 877-795-0122 and give a gift to Real Presence Radio in honor of Bishop Peter Mewich and all of the great work that he has done in this first three months here. And also, if you're calling from the Cathedral Parish or the Blessed Sacrament Parish or any parish in the Rapid City Diocese, pick one of our you know, Rapid City Diocese parishes to participate. I think Our Lady of Black and Hills. In the, uh, Lady of Black Hills in Piedmont. Yeah. Down in Hill City, Keystone, Father Mark Horn's parishes are participating. Oh, yeah. Call in and give a gift and say, I want it to go towards that parish's uh, total. Now, I'm going to read our gifts. We have Rosemary from Bismarck gave a disciple-level gift in honor of her five great-grandkids. So thank you, Rosemary. And then this is going to be great, guys. We have Colleen from Bismarck. We have an apostle-level gift. That's a $1,000 gift. Thank you, Colleen. Let's see the dance. Oh, my goodness. Karen is dancing for Colleen. Thank and you. And thank goodness it's on Drum radio. rolls, trumpets, and dancing. Yep. And then she, Colleen wants to challenge parishioners and staff of St. Mary's in Bismarck to call in. Hey, it'd be great if St. Mary's in Bismarck can get a couple more apostle-level gifts. But it'd be great if here in Rapid City Diocese we could get a couple. We have apostles in Rapid City, and they're going to step yeah. up. I am confident. So that number again is 877-795-0122, or you can get online at realpresenceradio.com. Well, we have to make a choice. Flip a coin, Father. Do we keep talking to the bishop, or would you go back to our lovely couple? Well, that's a hard decision. I mean, we have the chief shepherd. We have the flock. I'm sure the bishop wants to have the smell of the sheep. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> well, before you go, Bishop, can you just tell our listeners, you know, just give them, a, you know, just inspiring words to leave us with and maybe your blessing as well? Sure, yeah. No, I encourage everyone to, to support Real Presence Radio. It's a wonderful thing that we have in our diocese and across our region. And, 
that connects us, especially during a time like a pandemic when we can't uh, gather like we normally would. So it's even more important today than ever, and, and I'd be grateful for any gifts that could be given during this live drive to sustain this ministry in our diocese. So um, Catholics of Rapid City, step up to the plate, okay? <laughs> amen, amen. Okay. Bishop, would you give us your blessing? Sure. The Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and sustain you in all of your work, in all of your ministries, blessing your family and strengthening your faith. The Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Bishop Peter Mewis. We appreciate your time and uh, joining in on this live drive here for Real Presence Radio. You're most welcome. God bless. Continue the great work. Thank you. Well, now let's go back to the sheep. I mean, I don't know if that was, I mean... (laughs) Well, the smell of the sheep. I mean, they smell very nice today. They're all cleaned up and washed up for our interview. So we're back with uh, Mario and Karina Rangel. They're parishioners here in the in the Rapid City area. Uh, Mario's a business owner here. Yes. And he and Karina have 11 children. He They were just sharing a little bit about their um, uh, dating and the two years that led up to, in fact, dating in high school and then the challenges that they face as Mario Wandered around the Midwest, uh, seeking <laughs> yeah. uh, seeking education in various corners, but eventually led by a great uh, great advice, um, counsel, and and prayer uh, to make the decision to uh, get engaged. When did it happen? How did did he surprise you? Well, he drove through a blizzard to get to me. Okay, yeah. from Denver, so he I drove thought, up. Yep. Yeah, okay. Spearfish. The spearfish, even so I was in even. Spearfish. Yeah. Double. It was a quiet drive. Nobody was on the road. Nobody was on the road. For a reason. But you were determined. There was, there was good determined. reason that they were not on the road. That's a long time <laughs> to, you know, rethink your decision and, you know. You know, I, I, I was encouraged to write about my experience by the, the teacher friend of mine after that so that I could always recall. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was exactly what I noted in there was that uh, five, six hours, six hours, it, well, because of the blizzard, I think it took me seven to eight hours. Seven to eight but hours for sure. I, that was a long time to consider whether or not I was I had gone mad. And, <laughs> and, uh, I, was, I was being led by, you know. Well, and if you, I mean, after that long, you know, you were going to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. I just and needed to. Yeah. Go ahead. Before that, we had always teased. Yeah. You're like, let's get married. You know, we're like, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just teasing. But this time, Yeah. When he came, this time it was for did you, real. Did you He's know like, he was no, on I'm his serious. way? Did you know he was on his way? No. No, so oh, he surprised you. Yes. So tell me that, he, what, he knocked on the oh. door or he called? What, how did it happen? He just showed up. Well, yeah, he just showed up. <laughs> knocked on the door. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm at your dorm, the hall. Yeah. The dorm hall. I was like, no, you're not. He's <laughs> like, yes, come to the front door and... Like what? And did yeah. he just like you and then, got there? And he's like, "Will you marry me?" And then yeah, we came in. We just sat on the couch <laughs> like this, and he's uh, like, "Let's get married." I was like, "Okay." He's like, "No, I'm serious. Let's aw. let's get married." I was like, "Okay." And so well, and he's and, like, "I don't have a ring for you right now," but I was like, "Oh, that's okay." okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Wow, that's so beautiful. Well, from there. We From don't. On. Yeah. We only have about three minutes left. All right. How was our donations going? 
Well, we haven't gotten any new ones yet. All right, it's time. We're running out of time in this half hour. And it's our last moment. We got matching challenge gifts to go, and let's step up to the challenge here. So 877-795-0122. Now, real quick, we have about a minute left, maybe a little less. Can you guys, you guys are great supporters of Real Presence Radio. Why? Why are you great supporters of Real Presence Radio? (laughs) Well, I was thinking about that. And as uh, anybody who's a parent knows, when when you're raising your children and trying to pass on the faith, they are watching, watching you. And sometimes, depending on how secluded your life might be, it's the only example of faith they're getting is is within your home or the strongest example. Mm-hmm. But um, in today's age, this world, it, it's a challenge for the youth to be to guide the, to be guided to get the true faith passed on to them. And so I've appreciated that Real Presence Radio is out there every once in a while on a Saturday morning. We'll turn it on while we're making breakfast or you know listen to a morning show. But they can hear an echo of what we're trying to pass on to them. And so my prayer and hope for Real Presence is that it is always a a station that is true to the faith and addressing where the people are today. And um, because that's so important for them to hear, you know, that there's, (laughs) in their opinion, normal people out there who are embracing the faith and living it out, but also, you know, uh, expressing some of the similar challenges that we face some of the things they have to do to be countercultural, which is required in a strong way today to live out our faith. And so that's what I appreciate about it. Um, and just the chance to pop on the radio. I'm always, uh, we're always mm-hmm. battling with our kids, like, what are you listening to? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I, and uh, they're like, well, you know, did, and they, some pop song. And I'm like, did you, did you listen to the words on that? Yeah. No, I don't listen to the words. I just like the beat. And I was like, wait a second. Get on to the Catholic radio station. Get on to the Catholic. Thank you to Mario and Karina Rango. (laughs) We appreciate your support for Real Presence Radio. And we'll be right back after the break. Call in 877-795-0122 and give those big gifts while we go to break. 